Loud Pipes, episode 199. This is actually a, a bit of a cross post, if you will. And I'm going to get to that topic here in a moment. But first, wanted to offer a quick show update. So we've been talking amongst, amongst the group for the past six months or so and decided we want to restart the podcast in, in some capacity. So we're not sure what the format is, but safe to say we're going to try again with less people. So think perhaps more interviews or experiences with like a two-person format, maybe three. And that was part of the challenge towards the end or towards ending the podcast the last time. So we want to keep the wrangling of people to a minimum. So look for that in the next couple of weeks as we get things going again. And a lot has happened to us since we last ended the show. And we'll use the restart opportunity to catch everyone up on what we have been up to. So John, as you know from the podcast that you know and love, he started a new podcast with Dangerous Dave called Asphalt Chasers. So Dave, you may have heard on Loud Pipes before, and he was a big participant during the Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge. But him and John decided to start a podcast about their riding, their touring, their adventures, and light on format, but heavy on fun. So that's their idea, and they certainly are having a lot of fun doing that. So now, a couple of weeks ago, John was in uh, Maggie Valley, North Carolina for Spider Adventures, and he was joined by our friends Chad and Jen from Texas. So I kind of got wind of that, and Dangerous Dave was supposed to be there originally, and turns out that he wasn't for, uh, you know, for some personal reasons. But I decided since Chad and, and Jen were making the trip all the way to Maggie Valley, and of course I wouldn't pass up an opportunity to hang out with my longtime buddy John. So I met them in Maggie Valley for a couple of days of riding, and, and during that trip, John decided to record an episode of Asphalt Chasers. And as we were kind of preparing for that show, John was thinking, hey, why don't we cross-post this with Loud Pipes? And of course, we were talking about restarting, so there we go. That's, that's how we end up at this point, and I hope you enjoy it. Enjoy this uh, repost, cross-post, whatever you want to call it, and for sure, check out Asphalt Chasers wherever you get your podcasts, and it's also asphaltchasers.com, and enjoy Welcome to Asphalt Chasers, the podcast where two motorcycle enthusiasts share their tales of adventure on the open road. Join John and Dave as they discuss the exciting rides they've conquered, the interesting people they've met, and the places they hope to explore in the future. From scenic routes through breathtaking landscapes to exhilarating rides through bustling cities, your hosts will take you on a journey like no other. They will share tips and tricks for planning the ultimate motorcycle trip and talk about the gear and equipment they swear by. And at the end of each episode, they'll raise a glass and take a shot of their favorite spirit in celebration of a ride well-ridden. So strap on your helmet and join John and Dave on the ride with Asphalt Chasers. Welcome to Asphalt Chasers episode 8 slash Love Pipes episode... I don't know what it is, 199 probably. All right. Well, as you just heard, that's our good old buddy Rich from Loud Pipes. How you doing, Rich? Good, Johnny John. How are you? Spider Silk, Riding Fool. Yeah, man, I'm doing well. Long time no chat. We are one short tonight, unfortunately. My buddy Dangerous Dave couldn't join us today. Won't, won't. But we do have another special guest. 
Or two. Or two, maybe. maybe. Depends. <laughs> we have Boomer. Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing well. Yourself? I'm tired after riding all day today in the cold. Chasing John. Chasing John. John is not Through the an mountains. easy person to catch in the mountains. Well, you said you want to go for a ride, so I took you for a ride. You did take us for a ride today. We definitely feel like we have been taken for a ride. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned it's not easy to catch John. Was it today or yesterday? We're cruising along, and John's like, yeah, we're just kind of taking it easy today. And then the, the Senna's were cracking up, and I'm like, John, like, like Chad and Jen are out of sight. Like, what do you mean taking it easy? Like, you're pulling away. I was taking it easy. I might have been pushing you just a little bit. We could have went a little faster. Do you want to go a little faster? <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. No, I can't do that. When it warms up. No, no, no. No. Nope. Bike needs brakes. You want to start there? You want to talk about your spider? Not really. That's a sad story to talk about. Oh, oh, what, what are you? Oh, yeah, we got to talk about this. What are you drinking anyways? Because we got to get back to the love pipes thing. What are you drinking tonight? At the moment... It is a 24-ounce Yingling Lager can, cool. which is good. It's awesome. very good. And I'm, I'm having some, well, <clears throat> somebody won't like it. I'm having Coke with some Japanese whiskey that Boomer brought. Yeah, it's Suntory whiskey. It's one of my personal favorites. Unfortunately, I think the travel up here <laughs> may have kind of twisted that just a little bit, but the travel gave it the Heineken treatment, I think, because it's, so. it's like skunked whiskey. Maybe. I didn't think that was possible, but. And yourself, what are you uh, partaking on? I'm going to finish this Dr. Pepper, and then I'm going to have a straight whiskey. Ooh, ooh, I have a treat next. Yeah, what you got? I brought some copper. You brought Charlotte. copper? Oh. So once this, this lunger of <laughs> lager is done, I'll drink copper. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> lunger of lager. <laughs> Yingling, feel free to use that. That that one's on the house. So so what do we want to talk about tonight? What have we been doing for the last few days? Well well, how do we want to do this? As we don't do much on asphalt chasers, you know, we all over the place. You're all over the place. Well how, all over the place. How about Chad start with your your adventure? You came up from Texas, Dallas area. Yeah. So we left Dallas area October first. He could probably hold it himself. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I can. That's John, allowed. John's playing the assistant role. He's like, it's like I'm on the Maury Povich show. He's holding the mic, running the board, yeah, giving us snacks. <laughs> he's like, wait, is it rec- is it on? Is it recording? No, he was looking for snacks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was looking for snacks. <laughs> so we left October first. We left um, our hometown, just north of Dallas, and headed south over to the Natchez Trace. Nice. Uh, we got Natchez, Mississippi on day one. Uh, we started up the trace on day two. Yes, John, it was your idea to do that, and <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. I didn't say anything about. I didn't say anything about that, Chad. But I knew somebody would really have enjoyed it because I remember her that person saying, "I did that in my car. I really like to do it on the bike one day." So actually what she did was 
she said she would like to do the entire trace. What she actually did was the first 50 miles south of Nashville. And then she turned around and went back to Nashville. Am I correct? <laughs> wow, we got We got one word out. I don't even think she got one word out because Rich didn't put the microphone. No, I didn't. <laughs> and since this is audio only, our our fourth person in the room, are, are you are you going to join us even for a minute? Yes. That's two words. Two words. No, same word but twice. Yeah, same word but yes. twice. Oh, there is this. So the person saying yes is my wife Jennifer. What? She wanted to. <laughs> she. Yeah, after today, <laughs> it's been a rough couple of days. No, she is a fantastic rider. She's this is her first major Agreed. trip on a spider. Thank you. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the one sucking up here. <laughs> I'm just helping you. All right. Yeah, we're helping Chad. What time is it? Does he have enough? T- how long is this? <laughs> does he have? How long does, does he last? have enough time? You got all night. <laughs> what time we got to be out of here? 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, well. My checkout's at 10, and that's when the temperature drops or climbs above 42 degrees. Well, it was well, it was between 44 and 48 this morning, and it's going to be another 5 degrees cooler tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh. At 7 o'clock in the morning, it's going to be 35 degrees here in Maggie Valley. Oh, 35. 35. That's a three. John, you got extended checkout, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it 10 o'clock. We'll make a 10 o'clock leave. So I was thinking, since you made that big trek from Texas, we should start there. Okay. Yeah, yeah finish your, you know, your <laughs> Natchez there before and all we, that. Yeah. So we started up. I'll be Natchez. the assistant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We should have put this on video. We should have. So we started up Natchez Trace on the second day out from Texas. Got about Tupelo. We spent the night in Tupelo. We ended up, um, there is 12, 15 miles of the trace still shut down for repavement. So they route you off. Yeah. Cut around. You end up making like a C off of it. Uh-huh. Backward C. Uh-huh. 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 And you cut into Tupelo, and then you jump back on the trace. We spent the night there. Day three, we hit the last 200 miles of the trace all the way up to Nashville. Nice. Jumped over. We actually ate dinner at the Loveless Cafe. Yes. <laughs> I can tell this is going to be a running joke. I love it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Had dinner at the Loveless Cafe. Left there. Went and checked into the hotel. Spent the night. Uh, Got up next morning. Hauled ass over here to Maggie Valley. Met up with John. Did you do anything else in Nashville? You just hung out? Stayed over and trucked on? Spent the night in Franklin and trekked over here. We were supposed to have somebody come see us. But I was saying, doesn't, doesn't Bacon live near Nashville? I think he's like 45 minutes from where we Correct. were. Correct. He was 45 minutes away. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. 
So we met up with John on, that would have been Wednesday, right? Correct, Wednesday. Got checked into the <laughs> hotel here. I um, missed another yes. Yes. And, uh, well. I hope the squeak of this couch isn't coming through, but. Eh, oh, okay. it's just coming through, I guarantee it. <laughs> I'll try to sit still. I'll just sit back and sit still. Chad, should you be sitting on the couch? Yeah, no doubt. I think you need to change spots. No, because I might have to get up to pee. <laughs> Correct, Captain P. Oh, Captain P. Segway. Segway. That was on Thursday when we went for a ride. No, that was Friday, because we did the waterfall route. That was Friday. Correct. Friday. I was here Friday. It was before we met up with you. Oh, it was, man. Yeah, it was before we met up with you, because Thursday was the dragon run. We did the dragon, which it would have been Jennifer's first time on the dragon. It was my second time on the dragon. First this time in the dry. First time with it being dry and without threats of hurricanes and power poles coming down on us. <laughs> or, or a laundry line of cars. We did see some Harleys, but they apparently knew how to ride and were kind of leaning appropriately. Nice. Yeah. I was shocked. Probably locals. I Probably. <laughs> I could tell you where they weren't from. Right. There weren't enough trailers for them to have been from Texas. Or Florida. Or Florida. All right, so there goes all your Florida and Texas listeners, John. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's Harley, Texas listeners. So, sorry, you have more listeners than me. Well, you know. You've been around a little longer. We used to. Well, so, yeah, so uh, let's see. We uh, Thursday, we did the tail, and then we went and did the Foothill Parkway, and then we went to uh, part of the... No, we didn't do the bridge at, at that point. We did. Um, we went towards Caves Cove. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a question. Yes. I think we should ask Jen about the tale of the dragon. Yes. First time rider. Yes. Oh, first yeah, time on a spider. Yeah, that's definitely as a not just a first time rider, a first time on a spider making this kind of a trip. Right. But as a woman rider. That's a huge difference on you guys' audience because it's all just a bunch of jackasses like myself that have been riding <laughs> motorcycles for years. We're all a bunch of... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. We're all just, you know, we're all the same type of person, you know, cut us all from the same cloth. We're all a bunch of jackasses that like riding motorcycles. Yet we have a woman sitting Fair. right here who's fresh to riding motorcycles. She just started riding less than 10 years ago. And she's already got more miles on her than 90% of the people who own Harley Davidson's. Wow. On that note. Yes. Yes. That's all we got from Jen. Well, we're going we're to ask the loaded question. So the, the dragon is infamous, world, world renowned, top 10 road, must see. Top, top number. Must. This is a road you must ride before you die. And so, so, how was so, it? Mm. Okay, so That's let me ask you this question. question. So, so, perb ratings on the internet research, there is 
two roads that are flip-flop from one and two. Depends on where you go. One is Tale of the Dragon. The other one is Twisted Sisters. You have actually done both. Yes. Which one do you like better? Wait, can I jump in first? Sure. I would like to have a write-in candidate for this one that's never on the list, but is better than all of them. The Skyway. Jarahala. Jarahala. Yeah. I mean, that's up there in the top five as well. I think it's like number three usually. Is it? I think I'm looking at the wrong list then. That's number one for me. Sorry. Moving on. Okay, let's add that one. Which one's better? Twisted Sister, Tale of the Dragon, or Char Hall of Skyway? So you actually did that one today. The Skyway. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that one's... Must be the couch. <laughs> yes. No, I, no I, I would agree. I mean, I think... And we'll get Chad back here. Chad? You've done all three as well. Which one? I've not only done all three, I've done all three on multiple different types of bikes. And I'm going to say the Cherahola Skyway is by far a better road than, you know, call it sacrilegious, whatever you want. Tale of the Dragon is completely 100% overrated. Yeah, it's 318 curves and 11 miles, but it's flat. There's nothing, there's no ups and downs. There's, yeah, it's a bunch of. And it gets to be a, a little monotonous. I mean, I've only done it a couple of times, so keep keep that in mind. But it, it does get a little monotonous, the constant back and forth. But the reason I like the Skyway is there's a lot more sweepers, and the speed is generally up. Not that you can't go fast on the Dragon, but well, the, the really- sweepers are more fun. There's more elevation, and there's just a lot of different turns. And the scenery is better. You don't see a lot. So, so I will say this fail. much: I am, I am incorrect. It is technically, right now, just looked it up. Research, Deals Gap, Tail Dragons, number one. Yeah, Charles Hall is number two. Oh, it is okay. The Three Sisters, A Twisted Sisters, number three. Beartooth Pass is four. Bluers Parkway is five. Okay, I stand. And, and here's another one: the Hellbender Twenty Eight, which is part of. Moonshiner 28 and up here, and I think it's the upper part. She actually did that part today, too, or this week. So, I mean, you did. You've been on four of the top. What is the actual list? What is it a list of? The top 100 motorcycle rides in the United States. And who published it? Motorcycleroads.com. Oh, that's a loaded site. (laughs) Well, it's all across the whole United States. I mean, it's just not... Yeah. Anyways. The other challenge with the Dragon is traffic. If you don't go midweek, you don't go early. Right. It's just a parade lap. If you want to hustle, you know, like the stuff you see on YouTube, you got to go early. So we were lucky enough the Thursday when we went, it was at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. I know I just said Thursday multiple times, but we went in the middle of the week like you're talking about early in the morning yeah and anybody who's been on the dragon knows you've got 129 photos you've got Killboy out there Killboy, it was early enough Killboy only had one photo photographer up there okay i mean that's pretty early because they're rocking you know 9 a.m and it was still slow and it was still slow 
Is this where we insert the Harley joke? I'm not sure. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I, I think the Tale of the Dragon maybe is voted number one because it's so over quickly. It's- yeah, so we want to talk about that too? No. <laughs> Come on, let's talk about some math. <laughs> How was your math today, John, or this week? No. <laughs> okay, so we got the yes and the no's out, Chad, so I guess we'll leave that one alone. I'm not going to push that subject. That's okay. Go ahead. Ask her again. It's actually, it's a very funny story. When we hit the dragon, we kept giving her countdowns on it. Again. Of the miles. Of the miles. Now, I want to preface this by saying, Jennifer is, I'm going to say recently, recovering from a very gnarly motorcycle wreck that totaled out her Harley and it jacked her shoulder up pretty good. So back and forth. I think we had the same injury. Yes. Quite see separation. Yes. Yes. I did not need surgery. Mine was not as gnarly as yours. Yes. Oh, don't you start with that. <laughs> You're not as that, cute. That's her line. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm nowhere near as cute as pulling that one off. So a lot of back and forth, even with the power steering that the spiders have, really after a bit starts to wear on her shoulder. So we got about halfway through the dragon, and I went, hey, we're halfway through. We're at five and a half miles through. And she kind of stopped for a minute. And we got to mile eight and I went, Hey, we're almost done. We're at mile eight. Do you remember what you said? No. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to give the full word because I know you don't do a lot of cussing on your show, Rich, but it was stop effing teasing me. (laughs) And John and I both kind of went, what? And we hit mile nine and she goes, stop teasing me. And I went, we're almost done. Shoot. No, we're not. It's 300 miles long. <laughs> she was such a trooper. She was prepared to do 300 miles of the dragon. It was over before it started. <laughs> it's like you're all settled in. Like you got your long haul yep. gear on. You're like mentally, you're like, all right, I can do this, you know, one mile at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I then mean- these clowns start counting it down and you're just like, shut up. Yeah, so I started saying, like, okay, one mile, two miles, three miles, just so kind of like, so yeah, you got the countdown, so you know how many from it. And she goes, What? And I'm like, She said, I'm like, Oh, she's thinking 318 miles, not 11 miles. I'm like, Holy crap. Can anybody imagine doing 318 miles of that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She had it all planned out. Oh. This is a bad, gnarly, you know, the best road. It's so tough. And oh my gosh, the hype. And and it was literally over before I realized it. Yeah. And, and I think the other thing about the tail of traffic and everything else, and I, and I get it, but you get a lot of people that some people want to go fast on. They want to do a twist. They want to do the turns. And then people come up and just run you over. So it's like you're concerned you're going to get... So somebody else up, or there's no place to pull off. So it's just like, yeah, and it's still a road. Like, go find a track if you want to go that fast. And 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 the other thing is, is now, and I've been out here multiple times, done it. And I remember one time being out here in mid-November, deals gaps closed, everything's closed up, and there's a car that's double crossing lines all over us, literally scaring the living sh- 
out of us because we thought we were going to get hit. Yeah. <clears throat> so we just like pulled over and let them go. So anyways, so, well, that's cool. Glad, you know, new rider. So, said way. How you liking that spider? Yes. <laughs> okay, how long did you ride the Harley? I, I need a little backstory. Seven years. Probably an average of two to 3,000 miles a year. Yeah. And, and the funny thing, after... Sh- her little mishap which we talked about in our i think we talked about it on our show dave and i talked about i think did you yeah and talked about it and you know talking with chad afterwards you know she had the heritage classic and i never realized that it was that bike's already lower low and they actually had it lowered even more Uh. so now i can understand going in those turns and dragon dragon park every time so Kudos to you. Glad to see you back out on anything. Two wheels, three wheels, four wheels. I don't care. Glad you're back out. I'm glad you're recovering. So, yes. All right. So, let's go back to um. So, so back. back to the spider. But I guess I'm curious to know what it is you what it is you like about it, if there's anything you don't like about it, or I guess just compare that or talk about that transition from two wheels to three. So really the <clears throat> going going from from Bartender. my <laughs> guess get your laundry and then copper. <laughs> Thank you. To you. Oh. Oh, ouch. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I guess cuz maybe rich um maybe um Chad, this couch isn't bad. You could probably sleep here. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I might be there. Oh, it's a pull-out couch. <laughs> um, um, spiders. Spider. So the Harley was heavy, and probably more, uh, more leg usage. So now I don't need to worry about dropping it. You know, forgetting the kickstand. Right. <laughs> Oops. I don't have to worry about that. Um, it is more difficult on the arms and shoulders because I feel that's where a lot of the turning is at. Right. Um, I think riding all the years of Spider, a lot of it comes into using your leg muscles to push as well. Um, I remember sales manager, no, the GM at the dealership told me, it's like riding skis. If you go skiing, you know, if you want to turn left, you push with your right leg to go. So same thing with spurs. So if you put put your weight into it, it helps move you as well. Yeah, I think I was naturally doing that the first couple of times I was riding it and realized that. Yeah. The 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 leg usage is different on a spider than it is with the right the two wheels because you're not right. And the big thing I also to note with people that maybe haven't is yes, you do need to lean into the turn. If you just sit straight up, it's going to feel like the G's are going to like want to push you off the bike. And now you got to hang on because your G's. So if you kind of like, as I was trained, or training sessions called kiss the mirror. So take your head, try to kiss the mirror, and lean into that turn. And yeah, and that, two that part's well. the same as a, as a, a two-wheeler. 
but the the foot thing's a little different. I didn't realize that. So like on the like on the sport bike, you know, if you're making a right hand turn, you move your body to the right. You know, like you said, kiss the mirror, and then you're gonna load your right leg because you're gonna use use your weight to lean the bike even more, right? And not not wrestle it with your arms or anything. Right. You just the biggest thing is is to push weight to that into the turn. Yeah, push your body into the turn, push it to that tar that's on the inside of the turn to try to keep that tar planted. Yeah, with the grip is how I do it. A lot of it. So. What did you ride before the Harley? Or was that the first bike? No, that was my third. I had two Honda Shadows in the first year. And I was quick to realize I needed a bigger bike. I couldn't keep up with the big boys. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. That was my favorite. I'm not a Harley person, but I, I did fall in love with that. Yeah, I know you really cherish your bike, and I know it was a hard day. And I felt bad and, you know, but we made it through and everything else. So, yes. So, which episode did you guys cover that on? Do you remember? Maybe six, five or six. Anyway, go back through the catalog of Asphalt Chasers. You'll find it. And yeah. And you, you and Dave are doing a good job. You're having fun. It's Yeah, that show is just. It's for fun. About you can fun. It's, that sounds like fun. It's the plan. It's fun. Talk about whatever. No format. Don't care. Just enjoy and have talk about share our experiences maybe we do but um to continue on that thursday ride we also went to caves cove which is and i don't remember the significance behind it it's a kind of famous i don't know little place little valley one way road in a bunch of wildlife well there's one road in one way out and we was taking this road and it was slow moving. Runs along the river. I mean, it's a nice. It's called River Road. It runs along the mountains, creek, and everything. Yeah. Real nice. We got to the entrance and it said two to three hours to do the loop. And we both, I said, yeah, it's going to take two to three hours. And both Chad and Chad said, uh, no, we're good. Yeah. So we backtracked back out. Um, took back to the River Road, and ended up going over. Um. 411, which is the Newfound Gap, and up over back gotcha. into Maggie Valley. And we get back down, and we actually, and I didn't originally have this plan, we actually did part of the Blue Ridge Parkway, which Jen loves going through tunnels. Hmm. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so we got some tunnels in, went up to Blue Ridge Parkway, which was pretty cool little trip. So, nice. Um, and as as people maybe listen to this, we are like getting ready to leave out tomorrow morning. So Chad and Jen are getting ready to go home. So they before they leave, they're doing their laundry, packing up, packing up. You know, doing doing the pre you know return home travel things. Do your laundry, clean the room up, drink all the remaining whiskey. You know, all the important stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, and then um, then I guess on Friday we went up with you, buddy. First time riding with you, I think, this year. Yeah, in a while, I made it out. Yeah, after, I should say, we could go into that little topic if you want. You, we can talk about, you know, your little mishap that you had about a year ago, I think. I think this is about the time. <laughs> I think yeah. it is. I think it is a year. I think next weekend is a year, isn't it? Yeah, the 16th will be a year. Yeah, so you want to talk about that? Well, let's catch up on that a little bit. You want to talk about that? Not really. Okay. I mean, a little bit. We can do a preview. We were going to, Alan and I were going to do a long show on it at some point. And how's that going? We haven't we haven't got to it. 
Okay. So anyways, all right, so we can give a preview on your what episode. I'm not sure what episodes, but one of your future episodes, you're going to talk about your, your little mishap you had, right? Yeah, we can do that. I'll have, I'll do a preview. So we had a, I had a track day crash on the 16th of October, early in the session, so kind of cold. And then, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll skip all that. We'll save that for the other show. So yeah, track day crash, uh, turn 5-6, at CMP. So that's in the carousel and injury wise ended up with a small concussion separated right shoulder, what they call that AC joint separation. So same thing that Jen had just mine was type four, I think four or five, the one that requires surgery. And then I broke my thumb down at the base. Mm. So yeah, that was fun. So the, that was on the 750, the Jixxer 750. That's an 07. Right after I had got the the thousand on the track, so if you go back to, I think I talked about that in an earlier show, but I won a, a 2006 Jixer 1000 right at a raffle, so I got to ride that once at CMP, and then the next time I went out, that's when I crashed the 750. Right, and you just got the 750. Just got the 750 back together because this. at the same track day that I won the thousand the bike blew the uh, regulator rectifier, which I didn't know. It took me all summer to figure it out, but the bike just yeah, quit. Yeah, I think I told you about that. And the you bike told quit me, at like no. 120 mile an hour. The bike just died. Well, I told you, I was talking about it or something like that. You're like, no, 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 I've tested that, I tested that. Well, yeah, I thought we tested it. I thought that was one of the first things we tested. And you we talked to your mechanic. We tore that bike apart. And then one day Bryce was looking up something on the internet. He's like, Dad, it could be the regulator rectifier. And same thing. I told him, we, we tested that. So we took it off, and we put the fuse back in, and it didn't blow. Mm. Ordered up a new one, and then that was it. Put the bike back together, and then next time I took it out, of course, I crashed it. So yeah, yeah, that was the end of that. Yeah, that's the end of that. So, okay, well, they're back now from their, doing their, their pre-travel get-to-leaving get, party. Sort of, okay. Back to join the party here. So uh, Friday morning, we got up, and the loop on that day was the waterfall tour. Yeah. Uh, this was on the Spider Venture. So while we're in Maggie Valley, it is Spider Venture Rally here. Um, an interesting change in rally. I'll say I'm. I'll say it, I'm disappointed. Is this your first time to the Spider advent- Adventures? So it's my first Spider Rally. Period. So it's the first time I've been to a Sparta true like supposed to be a Sparta rally. So you don't know if it was if it was historically larger or smaller. This is your first one. Right. Okay. So I think I've been larger. And I should say on Thursday night we went to a the dinner that the buffet they provided or they had a thing with all everybody to get together for all the friends and everything else. And there was at the local Mexican place, which was I'm sorry, I'm a food critic. Um, <laughs> I do not recommend the place. No, not so sorry. Good. Maybe it was the buffet. I'd have to try. It maybe not as the buffet, but still, probably not. Okay, because they need to fix the salsa. That's the first thing. <laughs> Chad's over here disagreeing with me. Maybe they need to get some salsa. Is what I was hearing. So, there's a saying down in Texas, and I think it was George Strait that said it: that you don't eat Mexican food east of the Mississippi or north of I-40. And that's pretty much true here. The salsa was marinara sauce. 
the fajita meat, I'm going to use that in quotation marks, was a mix of chicken and beef that was mixed together. Yeah. With no seasoning. Wait, let me get the geography right, though. So is it east of the Mississippi and north of I-40? South. Because we're south of I-40. Yes, but you're east. East east of the Mississippi. I guess they get that. Yeah. So everything east of the Mississippi is a no-go zone. And then if you're west of the Mississippi and north of I-40, that's also a no-go. Correct. Okay, just want to clarify. And again, it was said by George Strait, and I think the guy knows a little something about you know, Mexican. Yeah, he might. He might. Yeah. Yeah, he might. Okay. Got it. So next time I'm I'm west of the Mississippi, then I'll, I'll get some salsa. Okay. So anyway, so so you <laughs> sent me some. So we uh, ride down. So while we're there, myself. Jen asked the lady next to us and some questions, and she kind of. What did you ask her? You asked her something about the I rally. asked if she had been to several of these rallies and she said yes all over the country I've been to many of them and I said so is this par for the course or this is not par for the course she goes no it's par for the course this is how we roll kind of thing yes yeah so so needs to say I don't know might do my own little thing with my own friends and just like I did and just say whenever there's a rally, not really worry about it and just go have fun with my friends and friend and family. I'm glad like, you did. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Thank you. And then um well the cool thing was on the on the Spider Adventures forum they had some loops and they had a waterfall tour. So we did waterfalls. Because I thought Jen would really enjoy some waterfall photos and Yes. Which one was your favorite? Yes, all that's hard to say because even though some yeah. might be smaller, they still were into a creek or yeah. The, the, yeah, the one that I really wanted to see was the one we couldn't stop. Was I don't know how to pronounce that name of that one falls. Okay. Is that one? And you literally, if you looked over, and I mean, this is the one that was on the side of the road. Provides no help. <laughs> yeah, no help at all. Sure. So Whatever. it's the one where the road, like, there's a cliff, and it was, like, absolutely nothing on the side. Yes. And then you looked over through the trees. You could see it see coming it down. And, I mean, that the rock probably had to drop a couple hundred feet. And you could see the, some of the water running down it. I thought that would be really cool if I could get a better view of it, but... I did like the one where we could walk underneath it. Yeah, that was dry falls. Dry that was falls. that was dry falls. That was pretty. I've nice never one. been. I've never done that at a waterfall. So yeah, that was cool. Thanks. Yeah, that was cool. And I talked to another guy locally, or I know that rode out with me, or I rode out with him. Um, said that the um, waterfall was running slow because he said usually it's like shooting way out. It's like coming out straight. Crazy. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I just got to say it. OMB's copper is way better than Yingling. Oh, sorry. Just, just, Don't hate me. Well, maybe if OMB would get bigger and distribute more places into Charlotte. I will say the 16 ounce OMB, which is now available in a can, next to the 24 ounce Yingling looks pretty inadequate, I got to say. They need to step up their can game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Copper in a 24 ounce can? Yes, please. Well, maybe you need to go talk to him. 
So we'd like to go ahead and take a moment to thank our sponsors, Climb Motorcycle Gear, <laughs> Old Mecklenburg Brewery, <laughs> and yes, there we go, Bombardier Recreational Products Can Am <laughs> Spider Line. I, I have a feeling we're not getting any money from the Tale of the Dragon Association. Probably not. And Harley Davidson will be sending us a letter of cease and desist momentarily in the mail. Wow. Please refrain of badgering the the brand and the namesake. And Well, I will say if Dave was here, Dave can ride the shot of that Harley. He can, yeah. Dave doesn't own ass jewelry. Dave owns a motorcycle that he rides. He rides, yeah. There's a difference between I own a Harley Davidson and I own ass jewelry that I take out twice a year to go ride around with my friends. But for the most part, I just ride down to the local dealership for the free beer. Wait, dealerships have free beer? Yeah, Texas. Dude, I'm missing out. Yeah, you need to go to Texas. No. I'm not missing free beer? You're not missing out. <laughs> what kind of beer, though? Will it be Shiner? No, it will not be Shiner. Not it will Shiner. probably be a keg of Natty Light. Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Or Bud Light. <laughs> Two fails. Yikes. It's like, it's like tasting, your own, tasting your own burp. So, so anyways, as we move along here from our sponsorship here. Um, man, if Dave was here, he'd be keeping us straight. <sighs> we miss you, Dave. Yeah, again, I should say, Dave Dave was going to be on this trip and be down here, but unfortunately, some um, health issues came up. He's going to be okay, recovering, but he was... Dave is no longer with us. Bullshit. He's not with us on this trip. Come on. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, all right, Dave. That was Chad. You have, you have to kick his ass next time you see him. Um. So where are we moving on? Waterfalls. And uh, and then we met up with Rich. Oh, that was the best thing. Lunchtime. That was right. So we're yep. going through um Bavard, and uh, the sign comes and says Bojangles. Chen Jen goes. I've never had Bojangles. Next thing was like, I'm Lunch, hungry. Lunchtime. Who's hungry? Yeah, and this is all within like half a block, and this is like probably the fastest decisions I've ever made. You hungry? Yeah, great. Bojangles, it is. And we went. We parked. Literally, I turn around. I didn't get off the bike, and Jen's gone. She's inside. She's like, She's I gotta gone see inside. this. Inside, <laughs> Chad looks at me because I guess she had a pee. <laughs> I don't get to pee on the side of the mountain, so. Okay, it's by choice. That I, you know what? I was marking my territory, and according to that rule, the entire state of North Carolina is now mine. Says Captain P. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny because yes. Jen, <laughs> Jen was going down to take photos. We got to tell the story. Sorry, gotta, yeah, you have to. You gotta. You gotta tell this one. So we're stopping on the side of the road. Oh, we gotta tell about that lady too. Oh yeah, we have to tell about that. <laughs> yeah, hang on. so so so. We stopped at the waterfall and we see the. It's. I don't remember what waterfall was it? Was it? Yeah, the first. What's the first one I joined you on? 
No? No. That's dang. I don't remember. Oh, the Captain P was before I showed up. Yeah, it was Captain before you showed up. I don't remember what waterfall it was. So anyways, it was one of the water, early waterfalls. It's on the map, I'm sure. Yeah, it's on the map. And um, we... um. It's before Dry Falls. Yeah. Um. So we were... You're going down... Also, I look down, there's Chad over by a tree, and Jen's walking down with her instant 360 camera. You know what? It's not a, it wasn't a waterfall. It was just the creek. Yeah, it's a creek, but it led into that big waterfall that I can't oh, okay. pronounce. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that we couldn't see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Chad uh, decided he had to go relieve himself, and Jen's just walking down taking photos. Was it Kalasaga? Yes. Yeah. So then we got to tell the story. John's got it on a map. It's not that on, is prepared. No, that's actually Spider Adventures website. So they actually did that. So Shh. I, okay, you're supposed to take credit for it. I give credit, John. <laughs> if somebody asks you if you are a god, you say yes. 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 Oh. <laughs> so, anyways, so Chad, you want to tell a story about this lady that pulled up in her sequoia? Oh, yes, the delightful woman who knew everything and was from around here, but then didn't know where the waterfall was. Are you referring to that one? Yeah. So we're sitting there. We've barely got a place for three spiders to pull off on the side of the road here. Jennifer's down there in this creek taking pictures. And this, She's taking pictures. You're taking a pee. Continue. No, I already took the pee. I climbed back okay, up. Okay. Okay. And... Uh, as John and I are standing there, and I'm kind of keeping an eye on Jennifer just in case she falls so I can call 911 because I can't climb down there to go help her. Uh, I'm, I had to pee. <laughs> I really wish they would have, you know, caught that part of your comment. Yes. Anyway, I hope that came through. So as John and I are standing there, this woman in the Sequoia pulls up. And as she's trying to pull her very large SUV into this little area, I start waving her forward so that she's got enough room. And she kind of sticks her head out the window and goes, is this the waterfall? And I went, sort of. And she pronounces it. And I went, "Uh uh-huh. And she goes, well, I think it's back that way. And I said, you would be right, but this is the only place to park. No, there's a place down there. Okay. I park here all the time. Okay. She then pulls a U-turn into traffic where we were at, like just blocks everything off to go back the other way. When we get to, what was the name of that? Was that the actual waterfall? When we got to Dry Falls. So we get to Dry Falls, the same woman with apparently 12 of her friends because she had them all. It was like the uh, Joy Luck Club was all inside that Sequoia. I don't know how you fit 12 old ladies in that, but I guess they're very small, so you can pack them in real well. And, 12 uh, people in a seven-seater, it's possible. Yeah. And the one goes, that's the guy who was at the waterfall. <laughs> that's what they said yes we found we want you to know we found the waterfall i was like oh well that's 
Good. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, we wanted you to know. Thanks. Oh, okay. See, I told you that's him. <laughs> so apparently there's a bunch of old ladies who. You're the guy. I'm the guy. You're Captain P from. I am Captain P. I'm going to Ka- get that t-shirt. Kalayaga Falls or what, what was it? Who cares? <laughs> Some. Wow. Wow, this is this this is really getting off happening. Wow, I hope I hope your listeners like the show, there, Rich. <laughs> anyway, so um, hang on a sec, John. If any of you listeners happen to have come across any of us, by all means, send an email to Liza at Motorcycles and Misfits. <laughs> oh man, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> You're on fire. Wow. Okay. Anyways, moving on to the next time. Uh, so, yeah. So, we, so then, uh, back Bojangles. So then I call up Rich and says, Hey, Rich, we're at Bojangles. And I says, Chad and Jen never been there. We're having lunch. She's like, I'll be right there. I got to see this. The next thing, Rich yep. gets still six get, minutes later. Six minutes later, here's Rich pulling in. And Chad and Jen go in to order Bojangles. And it's bow time. Bow time. And Chad gets up there. Chad gets up there. And I come in. He's like, well, we can get breakfast or lunch. And he's thinking about getting a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. And I'm like, no. No, 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 no. You're no, at no. Bojangles. You're not getting breakfast or some lunch. Chicken biscuits. You're having some chicken. So he has some chicken tenders. And his. Uh, I mean, that's an okay start. That's That's not bad. Yeah, and then the fries. So, Jen, how was Bojangles? No, you have to ask it this way. Did you enjoy your time at Bojangles? Bo, yes. <laughs> and then the other thing she had of North Carolina was cheer wine. <gasps> how was that? Yes. Are you hooked now? Yes. So. It's almost as good as Dr. Pepper. Wow. Don't look at the sugar content. Crap. Thanks. More than, more than Coke. Yikes. <laughs> hmm. Anyways. Good. It's a good thing there's not, we don't have any intenses. Well, I'll bring you some next time I come. Please. Yes. <laughs> So uh, we had some lunch, then we took off, and we went up one of the fun roads that Rich enjoys is uh, 276. Good road. Yeah. A little too busy, though. I mean, it was a Friday. No. It wasn't a Saturday, yeah. but a little too busy to get frisky, you know? Yeah. But uh, we stopped at a few other waterfalls on there. I know there was the Looking Glass waterfall that you got to walk down to and i think you can act, i think there's a swimming hole down at the bottom that people walked in was that a correct jen yes there's also two pair of underwear <laughs> discarded down there yeah so for anyone who's said, wondering if anybody's looking for the underwear they might be down there <laughs> what'd you think of that one you were you were down in the creek bed for a while that one was nice that was really cool that was it was a majestic is the word for that one because it's so big <laughs> now that chad's not here i love it we can have fun with this one well it, it's deceiving in the pictures when you take a picture from the road it does not give the scale 
So like I had to look at pictures that have people down in the creek bed. Otherwise, you're just like, yeah, there's a little waterfall. But when you walk down there, you, you stand there and you look up. And you're like, oh, dear Lord, look at that thing. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's what Sorry, Chad's here. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. But even in the pictures, the, the rocks that are there just look like rocks that would fit in your hands, not, sorry, 12 yeah. feet across rocks. They're huge rocks. Yeah, you get down there and they're like boulders. They're like room-sized boulders laying in the creek bed. And from the roadway, it's, yeah, like you said, just regular rocks in the creek. It's weird. And clear. It's so crystal clear down there. Yeah. It was very majestic is really the term. Awesome. So that was a cool one. And we had a nice little parking spot right there, right in front. Except for people with, where was their plates? Illinois? Where are they from? Illinois. It's like, what? What were they doing? So we pull up, we wait, we see they're backing in. So we stop and we wait and they start to back in. And I guess they just give up and decide to go forward and then pull in. So John stops and has a, you know, he has kind of like spot for us. And then they pull in right behind John. Well, I, I, I backed, I, when they, you said they were coming. Yeah. So I stopped short. So you guys go in front of me, which you guys got spots in front of me. Yeah. So but they like, just pulled in then right behind you. Yeah. So like, whatever. It's like, oh, my goodness. So, yes. And then we continue on. I don't know if there was another waterfall. Yeah, there was. I know there's another one. After, I don't think there's another one after that. You led after that. That's right. You led after that. And we went to Devil's Court Overlook. Devil's Court Overlook. Courthouse. Courthouse. Yeah. Overlook. Yeah. On the Blue Ridge Parkway. Because we're on the Blue Ridge Parkway. And, you know, everything above... You know, 5,000 feet, you see colors and the leaves changing, which is Jen was really enjoying. Go ahead. And the weather layer was cool. Oh, yeah. Rip it. Rip it. Rip it. I mean, with like you mean it. Well, while we're taking a break here, while Chad decides to derobe. I'm not derobing. I'm taking off my motorcycle. He's debooting. Or is that he, was done. That was done two hours ago for me and my. Friend. Or is he rebooting? Ah. Somebody had to go get pizza. Yes, we appreciate that, Chad. Thanks, Chad. You offered. I think we owe you some money. Yeah, we do. Or something. No, okay. Not for that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, not, for that. not a fan. No. All right. So we'll continue on water. So we went to the overlook. Saw a nice picture. Then we went down. Two fifteen. Which good I, road. Good road. It has a name, and I don't remember the name of that one. But there was um, and then they had the Sunburst Falls, which we stopped at the end, and you guys walked back up, which was, yes, I think as Rich called it, interesting with a rock formation. Was that something with the rocks? It wasn't so much a waterfall, but like rapid water and some interesting wear patterns, and yeah, some swirl marks, and it was pretty cool, but not like a traditional waterfall where it's like. You know, spilling over something and splashing down. It was, I mean, it was still cool, but I don't know that I would call that a waterfall. So then uh, we continue our way back here to uh, the good old Maggie Valley and went to pull into the um, spider event because I want to see about a laser alignment on the spider, which didn't need it. Didn't need it. Well, they thought it needed it. Good job, BRP. Yes, good job, BRP. They thought it was going to need it, but, um, the tech didn't put the piece into the Tool wheel all the way. Wrong. 
<laughs> all the way and was off a little bit. And well, he got a second opinion. And that well, was funny for a minute because they're measuring it and they're like, wow, this thing is what I don't know if we've seen one this far out. And then the other guy comes up, looks at it, pops the uh, alignment thing into the front wheel. It looks back at the gauge. That's eh, perfect. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So that, that was cool. So they got that all done. And yeah, I don't think there was anything else majorly there. Looked at some cool bikes. They had little, no, some bike shows. They had a little bike show there. Little bike show. That Wonder Woman bike was that. That's a wrap. In fact, it wasn't painted as a wrap. So, but it was cool. Did you Did you enjoy the Wonder Woman wrap? No. No. Even though it was from Texas, I will say though, if it was paint, that's impressive. As a wrap, I'm sorry. It's got to be better. Mm, you know, call me a jackass. I don't care, but. No. Because if you can spend all day designing it on a computer and print it out and put it on the thing, it needs to be over the top. But if that was paint, wow, fantastic. As a wrap, eh, third place. Yes. <laughs> so what you need to do is you need to record that, that <laughs> yes, and just put that on a yeah. sound. Anytime there's a question, just click. And then just on future shows, just... Yes. Not until the contract with royalties is signed. Hmm. Wow. See uh, JM Incorporated over there on that side of the table. All right. <laughs> Good thing I don't use sound bites. I don't know. If, I don't know if we can get um, you know Harley and Tail of the Dragon to sign off on that. That's probably a hard sell. <laughs> At least going forward. I mean, I can always issue some kind of a retraction that we put on page 12 of your newsletter that you publish every month. Right. Or don't. <laughs> All right. So let's continue on. So let's see. All right. I want to talk about the riding a little more. Can I? Yeah. Let's talk about riding. What do you want to talk about? How'd you like leading a group or wait in general? Do you like to lead a group? Want to be in the middle? You want to follow? What's your, I can't even say it. <laughs> Watch this one. Watch this one. What's your physician? That's what I was going to say. You were about to ask my wife what her favorite position is. And I is. stopped because I'm like, that's going to go so wrong. So we're going to interrupt this. <laughs> interrupt this for a moment. <laughs> While I show Rich these really cool uh, hap keto takedowns that I learned. <laughs> Look what I learned in karate today. <laughs> Chad, not the clock, Chad. Mm. No, I but seriously, I want to know because No, that's a very valid <laughs> question. I mean, you're talking to someone who's got <laughs> the epitome of the <clears throat> of the new woman rider is do you prefer to be in the middle of the pack? Right. Do you want to be up in the front so you can just kind of yeah. go at your own pace or do you want to be and and i asked that because i think the leader of the group has a huge responsibility and it's not not anyone can do it john is exceptional john is very exceptional. i am a terrible leader thank you i don't like to do it and i end up going like a bat out of hell and i don't know i just i'm not a good leader of a group i Probably my my favorite 
position spot can i say position <laughs> have you calmed down enough for me to say position no we're nope. we're good this is just just the look on your face of am i about to say what i think i'm yeah it was kind of like uh funny but yeah i'm not going there how will he take this i'm not quite sure How's she gonna take this? <laughs> All right, but my favorite spot to ride in a group, how about that? Uh-huh. Is second. That's a- right behind the man, the myth, the legend. That's where I want to be. Right there. See, I've done a lot of the the toy runs and all that other stuff, and they actually scare the living shit out of me. Yeah, because all the nonsense happens in the back. No, it it happens right there in the middle. If you get into a group ride. No, I want to be second Uh or last. Yes. (laughs) Those are the best places to be. Yes. Because if you're the second position. Yes. Yeah. If you're the second person, you don't have any of the responsibility. You just kind of follow along. Yeah. You just ride. You hang out. You're like, you're like party dude. Exactly. You're the passenger in the car. Yeah. And if you're all the way back, you're like party dude. Because the ones in the middle, you feel like you got to maintain a certain spacing. They you always know, you rubber band your lane. Yeah, yeah, you can't do any like can't rev it up and hit the brakes. You know, like you got to be a good little boy and just ride nice. So I'll put it this way: I'll go this. If I'm not leading, I want tail. I don't like the middle. Okay. But you were you were second yesterday. I was okay. With you guys, I'm okay. Was. But you had the navigation, so you had to tell me where to go and how to get there. Right, right. I did. And and that's... <laughs> so she, she was leading without the responsibility. That's where you want to be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, John is such an exceptional leader. He doesn't even have to be in the front. Yeah. And he's still got the con on this stuff, you know? it. It's... A lot of the listeners have never had a chance actually ride with any of us and again a lot of us are just jackasses who own motorcycles and just like to go hang out with one another yes i love how she keeps saying yes very quickly on that one yeah on the jackass part yes and i love her dearly and that's not a joke or anything like that she's absolutely awesome we really need to this would have been so much better on video yes it would have just john's over here simulating a digging a hole big digger but no what i was going to say was that yeah oh it's not oh all right (laughs) i misunderstood the uh charades you were playing over there you know what i forgot what i was gonna (laughs) say You're lucky I'm being nice on this because I was really trying to keep the F-bombs in check. I think you're just saying John's the man. That's probably what you were saying. John is the man when it comes to leading on these groups is that he does a lot of the, he does a lot of the navigation. He sits down and I don't know what part of this, John, that you enjoy doing and the planning and putting stuff together. He likes to plan. He does. Or is it just, you know, you get a thrill out of that. By the way, you still haven't answered your question, Jennifer. Did I actually ask it though? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which spot in the group do you enjoy? Um, Careful being, with your being words. In, 
I do like second. It, it it's it's nice. Yeah. Um, I do feel like there were times where I wasn't able to keep up, so I held the whole group back. Um, I guess I control the speed. Correct. So so going back to guy I started riding with Bobby. I learned a lot of leading from him. Was his comment was we go as fast as our slowest rider. Yes, there's times I got away and I took off or I would get pace, but I knew that you were slow and I would slow down to make sure you got back up and you were on comms and I could tell different points in time of where it was. And that's, and there's different mentality with that little statement that I always was taught the slowest rider should be up front. And I've also heard people say, no, they should be in back. Well, that's a spacing thing, if you think about it. So the slowest rider sets the pace, so the slowest riders need to be towards the front. So a leader knows. Because if they're in the back, they could easily just fall behind. Right. It's always, I've always heard it reversed as fast riders to the back. Why? Because you don't want them to take off, and then then they're not going to be part of the group ride anymore, which... That's just a that's, and, an, that's an etiquette thing, really, more than anything. But realistically, if you don't let them go in the front, then they don't have a chance to break the etiquette. Right. And then I also could see that, you know, then the leader knows. But then also the bad part with that is also then the new riders, the fast riders are pushing on the new riders, which force might force the new rider to ride too fast and they're more comfortable because they're being pushed. That's another point of a look. But but a good etiquette would be that they don't do that. Correct. And I think the better thing is in a group that people know what they're getting into, know who's in the group, and know that you have new riders or people that might be not as fast. So they understand what they need to do. You know, so that's kind of the thing that I look at. So it's a numbers game, too. Group of four is just about perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Four. Three, three, four people on a ride, you can do almost anything you want to do. For some reason, beyond that, it starts getting you got corrected. group consensus, you got differing opinions, you got different riding levels. And and we had different riding levels today too, but with a group of four, it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, when four's not bad. Because the group is small enough to keep contained. And, and I say that we'll go back to and talk about group rides a little bit. The last the ride we did in October a couple of years ago with Loud Pipes, we did the meetup out here. And I think you and I... Was that we, 12? 12 riders? Was it more than that? I think it was like 15 or something. I don't remember. Uh, maybe it was 12. I don't remember what we did. But whatever we did, we actually had it divided up that there was actually a break point. Yeah, we had like two groups. We kind of like had... two leaders. Yeah, we had two leaders. Two leaders, two tail... Right, and we knew that, I think I led, I think Dave maybe my block, and I think you took the next set, and I think Rico. Yeah. So we had two groups of riders, and we all rode together, but if it got tight, we knew that these were the two groups. Right, and if it needed a break, that's where it broke. Yeah. And we kind of, and we stayed together, but I mean, it is tough. It's tough in a hurricane to stay together, you know, yeah. but we yeah. made it work. <laughs> and that, that week, that trip was hard, but... um. Going back to your question, yet, Chad, what do I enjoy? There's a... I've been watching some stuff about planning trips and everything else. A lot of it comes down to the excitement 
that I'm planning a trip. I'm like, I'm getting excited for the trip and it helps me prepare for the trip. And yeah. here's what's coming. And it looks me, give me something to look forward to what's coming up and plan it out. And I would also say a lot of these as leader rider is yes, I ran technology. Technology did fail this weekend at certain points, but a lot of it, since I've been out here enough, I knew where I was going, even without, yeah. I knew where I was going. I knew where I had to turn, or I knew about where I had to turn. The one today was the one that would be the most that I had zero plan for. Like, I knew what we were going to do, but it was like zeroly mapped out. I mean, yeah, I was on the fly doing some things. Yeah. And, <clears throat> but technology did fail this weekend. And, and I'll put it this way thank you to Garmin. Doesn't tech kind of fail us on every trip? Some fashion it does. Yeah. Um, I tried a new mapping program, navigation tool, on that one cell signal. It just went... Didn't work. Well, I got to work to a point, but then all of a sudden, I'd go down the road, and it, like thought I was back there and never catch back up where I was at. So it was like, I don't know what it was at. So it was um one of those interesting parts in place. So um, let's see. What's next? We can talk about today's little ride. So we talked about the waterfall. So today was the Chair Hall Skyway, and we got up. Best road ever. Right. It is. It's a really, really nice road. Yeah. Um, it, um, as we said, we got up. It was cold, so we kind of did a slow roll. We were planning on going to a local breakfast place down the thing, but it was there's a line, so we ended up at, where did we end up at? Boat time. And what did y'all have? Oh man, hold on. What did I, Jen? What did Jen find? Or what did you talk about? And what did they get? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna set it up, and Jen can tell the story. My transition to the South, which is a while ago now, 2006. I'm still not into the biscuit. Okay, I'm still very much a muffin muffin guy when I want bacon, egg, and cheese on a muffin or a bagel. That's my jam. Chick-fil-A used to have a bagel. They used to get it right. They they don't anymore, but that's okay. I'm learning to get over that. But I'm new to Bojangles breakfast. But after today, I'm I'm, I'm probably I'm probably changing my tune. But all right, long story short, it's going to be chicken in the South. You're going to get like chicken, egg, and cheese maybe. Or you're just going to get a chicken biscuit. That's chicken that's the classic, right? Chicken biscuit. Chicken biscuit. Cajun filet, chicken biscuit. That's Bojangles, Bojangles all day. All day. But they do have egg and cheese and they got other stuff. Apparently, it can blend the two together. Well, and this is where I stop talking. Hey, 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 back up for a second. Let's back it up before. Because that Chick-fil-A. Oh, no. Or should we say we used to get a Chick-fil-A? I think I did. Chicken, egg, and cheese on a bagel. Okay. But they don't have a bagel anymore, but you can still get it on a muffin. All right. So, all right. Now we can segue to Jen. Yeah. So they have the filet biscuit. Cajun the Cajun biscuit. chicken filet biscuit. They have the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Yep. Or bacon, egg, and cheese. Yep. Bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Yep. But what they don't have is the Cajun filet egg egg cheese on a biscuit. Oh, they have an egg and cheese biscuit, but it doesn't have the chicken filet. So I ordered the number one, which is the chicken filet biscuit, and added the egg and cheese. 
And it was? Yes. <laughs> okay, now I misheard you guys ordering. This is how much of a bonehead I am. I heard you guys talking about like, hey, can I just put egg and cheese on the, the Cajun chicken filet biscuit? And I was pretty sure that was a fail the way I was understanding it. So I'm thinking, uh, I've got them outsmarted. I'm going to order the Cajun chicken filet biscuit and an egg and cheese biscuit. And I'm going to put the two together only to sit down and find out they already had it perfected. <laughs> and I'm just an idiot. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Back in Texas, and they're starting to sprout up outside of Texas, but they didn't up until a couple of years ago. They have this wonderful little takeout place called Whataburger. Oh, Whataburgers. That makes the best breakfast. Now, you can get a breakfast on a bun that you either put sausage or bacon or neither. Right. Egg and cheese. But if you want to get creative with them, you go... Let me have an infidel special, which is bacon and sausage with your egg and cheese. Or you go, let me have an extra egg. And now you've oh. got, now you have a perfect breakfast sandwich of either sausage and bacon mm. and cheese with an extra egg. And it's absolutely perfect. So it just takes a little bit of thinking outside the box when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, I'm going to remember this from today because I'm going to do that in the future. And just let you know, Whataburger is open 24 hours. Oh, nice. But they only do breakfast <laughs> from 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. Hmm. But I'm a biscuit fan. After today, Bojangles biscuit, right on. Well, there goes your diet. There goes the diet. Sorry to tell you, my friend. Goodbye. Goodbye. So, yeah, so they got hooked on Bojangles, and today we decided to go take them down the Skyway afterwards, and it was interesting. This couple show up. I come out. I was talking to some friends, because I rode out from home with some local riders, and uh, it was, um, I saw them, and I was chatting with them, and you guys went outside, get all loaded up. I come outside, and you guys are talking to this couple on a bike and on this Indian track, and they're like, Jen comes to me and says, they're going to ride with us. I'm like... Oh. Okay. I'm like, do they know where we're going? And they look and they go, Aren't you doing the waterfall too? Aren't you guys going to waterfalls? I'm like, no. No, we're doing the skyway. So they uh they're waiting for another group. So uh yeah, so we uh did that little take around part and loaded up and off we went and in the nice cold weather. And then we went down to Robbinsville and stopped and doing some construction there into Robbinsville, which I didn't know about. So that was a lovely wait and get to Robbinsville and oh my goodness, was there cars and Mini Coopers and everything, huh? Yeah. The original 1960s Mini Cooper that was sitting there, that was pretty sweet. I originally thought that was some kind of old Nissan Figaro or something like that. I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, man, that's kind of cool. And we've realized that the spiders have bigger tires on them than the original um, 
uh, Mini Coopers, which means the original JDMs, like the old Nissan Figaro. And uh, what's the other one that they have? Just these little bitty weird cars. I don't know. I don't know, Dad. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Rich knows. After he got done um, watering the uh, creek. And uh, so we uh, took off. Gotta go the, somewhere. And the funny thing is, I bet you we have a bigger mower than them, too. Yeah, actually, we do, because I believe the original motors on those are somewhere around 650, 750 cc's on a four-cylinder engine. Is it even four-cylinder? It might be two or three. Mm, Maybe. Now I want to look that up. All right, off you go. Do a research, technical director. Oh, now you have a TD. Look at you. For this show, I do. How Look about at that? You. Look at you. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we. What else we got to? Uh, let's see. Then we uh, did the Skyway, bundled up. Boy, bundled I got up, up to the top. Layers. Got up there to the top. I didn't realize until I got to it. Started coming back down. I looked at the bike and I saw it was forty-five degrees. I was like, "Oh, yeah." It, it is a little chilly. One moment. So I will give kudos to. Uh, here we'll give our sponsor some credit, Climb, for the wind shirt. <laughs> because that is pretty awesome little shirt. And then on the way, oh yeah, this is funny. So I said on the way, hang on, hang on for a second. I said on the way out of, out of Telco, I said, oh, I know where we can, because Jen's hands were cold. Oh, this was funny. <laughs> Rich Rich lent her his freeze-out liners. I said, oh, there's a there's a chair hall, Sky Harley-Davidson dealership on the way. Like, yeah. oh, Okay. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I would love to get a long sleeve t-shirt. I could use another layer. John's like, yeah, it's on the way. So we're all thinking it's on the way to where we're headed currently, meaning it's maybe 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. like Maybe a half hour. It's going to be before we go up to 5,400 feet. No, on the way means it's at the other end of the Skyway in Teleco. So, yeah, it's on the way for all the riding we're doing today, but it's beyond the Skyway. Well, it's on the way to Teleco. It's in Teleco, basically. Well. The Skyway is over. <laughs> well, maybe not over, but like. Yeah, kind of at the end, yeah. But we had, but, <laughs> but anyway, so we got up there and Jen was bundled up and. Hot hands and liners. Did your did your hands freeze? Yes. Were you ready to be done with the ride today? It was cold. It was very cold. So not to sidetrack off this wonderful discussion, but the original Mini Cooper motor was an 848cc motor. Yeah. That was... That was bored out in the high performance to 997 cc's. How many cylinders? I'm still reading. But uh, four speed, synchro mesh. Well, it's more cc's than the VFR. Five speed manual. All right. As you continue to do your research, we'll go back to the Skyway chat. And 
Welcome back to the Cherahala Skyway is the best ride, best road podcast. Yeah. Um, Sponsored by Climb. Yeah. <laughs> and Be- and someday, Harley Davidson. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> no, but I will say this much. I put on those Harley Davidson gloves that uh, I got for Jennifer and I, and nice. the minute we started passing other motorcycles, I refused to wave to anything that was not a Harley Davidson, and I suddenly had this, you know urge to start calling every person i know brother nice so and wait the the old phrase you know harley davidson is a hundred dollars how much were the gloves a hundred dollars <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> well i had to make up for it with mine my my long sleeve t-shirt was only 45 dollars, so i i tried to grab enough poker chips to bring it up to 100 but that was unsuccessful so so yes, we oh the skyway, beautiful scenery, not too much traffic. No, not too bad. Okay, Chad is four cylinders confirmed. Four cylinders. So what you should in the Mini Cooper, do, you should go buy one of those. Ready for this? Go buy one of those. Go get a BRP Rotex motor. Go get a Rotex and put the turbo in it because the side by sides have a turbo version. Stop! I can only get so excited. And Jen is rolling. Yeah, I'm the off. one that's in trouble. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Chad, there's there is um floor space up in our room if you need. We do not have a couch, but the floor is open. <laughs> yes. I don't know, John, that's a queen size bed. You, you could probably have a That's no queen size bed. That's not? No, it's a full. They're not queen. They're a double bed. Is yours queen? Oh, a king. Well, excuse me. Well, you got a king and a and a pull-out couch. And <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even had whiskey yet. I have. <laughs> Which means mine's empty too. Ooh. I'll take that as a hint. <laughs> I'm closer to the fridge. Is there more <laughs> beer or is that it? No, you got another Yingling. I've got another Yingling. ding Well, I do want to thank John before I get too soused here. It's obvious at this point he puts together a fantastic trip, but he keeps doing it, which is what I enjoy. You know, putting trips together, pulling people together, like... So I haven't ridden much in a year. So after the crash and the recovery and all that, it it took a while because the it was two different surgeries. So the thumb came first and Thank the thumb sir. was like mostly healed before I had the shoulder surgery because the schedule was delayed and there was no rush on it because there was no further damage to do. It just, the what do you call it? The clavicle just needed to be pulled back down to where it should be. And so once that was done, like one week later, the pins came out of the thumb. So it's like one is kind of healing on its way and the other one just went into surgery. So everything was delayed from a recovery standpoint. And then you start your physical therapy. And I know Jen's, you probably went through, you did PT, right? Yeah. No, just home they gave you like exercises at home or something. Yeah. 
So through the PT and all that, and it is so slow in terms of recovery. And, you know, at 48, obviously you don't bounce back like you did in your 20s. But while my thumb was in a splint and my shoulder was in a sling, I wasn't doing anything. I'm just sitting around the house watching TV. Like, I think I finished Amazon Prime. Like, I watched so much TV. Like, so I was so immobile. My left shoulder froze while I was waiting for the other stuff to heal. So now I'm in PT for my thumb, or sorry, OT for my thumb, PT for the right shoulder that had surgery, and PT for the left shoulder because I'm a slug sitting on the couch and not doing anything. So the recovery just took even longer. And it was probably May or June before I actually hopped on a bike, like at all. So I rode Kenny's, my brother Kenny's got a new um, Z900 Kawasaki, and that was fun. I rode that when we went to PA this summer, and then did a little dirt bike riding and stuff like that. And then I started slowly riding to work, but this trip was the first, like, big trip. I mean, I'm at 500 miles today since Friday, and it'll be almost two home, Yeah, give or take. So it's going to be a 650, 700-mile trip right. in a year, so... Thanks, John, and thanks to Chad and Jen for yeah, for coming I, as well. Because that was my other motivator. I was like, if y'all come this far, I'm riding out here. It's funny you should say if you come <laughs> this far. <laughs> on, We're going back to that one. <laughs> on being just around the corner. Mm. Is it is it twenty? Yeah, I owe you twenty. I'll have to Give that out of my wallet. But I owe John 20 bucks because we had a bet that Rich probably wouldn't make it. But it but it's not that it's not that. It's that you weren't 45 minutes away. You actually came from a distance. Right. You're like, right. oh wow, hey, I'm right around. I, I'm like gonna come see my friends. Yeah. And then we were talking about how, hey, how far away from you? I might have to go to oh wait, can I say that? Can I say where you might have to come down to in tech. Anyway, Rich, Rich is talking like, Hey, I might have to go to Texas. How far away are you guys going to be? Can yeah. we meet up? Yeah. And it's like, maybe let me see what I can do. We might be able to come down there and hang out for a little bit. Yeah. And it's going to be like a five hour trip for us, but we might be able to make we a weekend try. of it. Yeah. Cut it in half. Yeah. Meet half leg, meet down in Austin, take you down sixth street. That might be fun. Is that where the encampments are? No, we'll we'll just kind of walk past the encampments. Oh, okay. No, this is where you watch them come out of the bars in the evening and then puke right there. And oh, the- nice. Oh, yeah, that's great. Nice. Well, if we go back to originally what I always said on Little Pipes with our listeners, I said you get within like four hours or something. Let yeah, me we'll know. Make it happen. Yeah. We'll we'll see make it happen. And that's how I met Dangerous Dave. You know, him and I way back. So Rich, you know, that's where we came from. Dave and I go back to that story a long time ago about meeting up and yep. it's a fun time and miss Dave and his shenanigans. I mean, I know he's sad, but you know, as much as Miss he's not here and don't meet- make it sad. I want a drag race part two. I know. And, and I guess with this, he meet- put some more, he put some more go fast in his Harley. So I wanted to see if it would keep up with a, a 10 year old VFR. Yeah. So, anyways, 
Um, as far as this trip, I mean, I, I, I want. I think it was just early this year. I was talking about coming out to this rally, and and I think Dave was originally going to come out or come down. He was like the first, and then Chad and Jen, and then you were hinting around about coming. I didn't know. You asked. I was like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, all right, whatever you want to do. I made up my mind a couple of weeks ago. I just needed to make it happen. I because I I didn't want to come out Saturday because I knew you were leaving Sunday. I'm like showing up Saturday is a waste, and showing up Friday wasn't much better. So my original plan was Thursday night. Okay, take Friday off. I'm like Thursday night I'll come out. We'll have you know two solid days of riding plus you know then Sunday. And Thursday just wasn't happening. It's like one thing after another. I had a late work call, and I'm like, it's gonna be like six o'clock before I get out of here. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go sleep, get up early Friday, and I'll just meet you guys en route. Yep. And yeah, jumped on the bike, hit the highway, and... Yeah, it worked out. It worked out. It was interesting that it worked out where we did. It was kind of worked out a good spot in Brevard. It was how we were doing it, and it just worked out well. So, yeah. Even the ride out, to meet you guys, there wasn't any traffic to speak of. So the first part, I was I was cooking it pretty good. Then when I hit 74, I, I slowed down, but... yeah. And then uh, I guess pretty much that's it. I guess the only other venture really for today, we got to Telco, and we went down 68, down towards uh, Ducktown, got cut off before Ducktown, and went over to Murphy and got some gas. And, and I guess I'll say what happened with the spider was, uh, I guess I'll precise it with the pre-story of the ride out. I ride out from um, the Raleigh area um, with some local riders, and on our way, we get to the other side of, we got to Moxville, and uh, we pull in a gas station, and a guy had a, um air code on his spider and looked up the codes. and He had more than one, right? Yeah, he had three codes. He was on an RT, and we, we looked it up, and one of the first codes was talking about the brake something sensor. Like rear brake, like ABS sensor. Or some no, type wheel of, speed sensor. Yeah, that's what it was, wheel s- speed sensor was the first code and so um it was interesting so they actually called up the the uh dealership in winston salem called them up and they said yeah bring it in bring it over because there was a couple more i mean so we're only 20 minutes they're only like 20 minutes away so they went over there and come to find out that it was round number three was uh why are you counting keep my math up turned out that it was uh, actually brakes that need to be replaced so brake pads brake pads okay brake pads and they were able to do them right then knocked them out for them and they were on the way well as we were we stopped at a gas station got some gas and then we took off and all of a sudden my bike went into limp mode vss code air fault and i'm like oh crap what the frick's going on now and I got the codes. I saw the codes. I'm like, I thought it was really broken. Like the way you were talking, it's like, oh no, I'm in limp mode. I'm thinking something bad is broken, like electronic engine. So usually, you know, like so with KM, the limp mode pops on and it limits you to four thousand RPMs. And I don't know if it's every year four thousand, but it just won't let you go over four thousand RPMs to protect the motor. I have a feeling there's probably got to be a speed involved. Because 4,000 RPMs in six gear is like 80 miles an hour. So I doubt they're going to let you be going 80 miles an hour in six gear. You're not exactly limping at 80 miles an hour. No. And it's a limp home mode. So 
So okay, so I um, we pulled. I, in, I think in cars it's fifty mile an hour. Yeah. So so it's something about isn't it? Forty. Forty. Okay. Even worse. So thirty if you're a Tesla. Oh, lovely. So so it kind of um did that mode, and I pull into the gas station, and I turn the bike off, and turn it back on, and limp mode was gone, check engine light was gone, I was like, okay, put gas in it, and I started looking for a K&M dealership nearby, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm looking through, oh, 70 miles, 60 miles, I'm like, oh, that's not too bad, and then I go click, actually click on the map, because... Unfortunately, Google doesn't exactly... It tells you straight, not the route to go. It shows you a straight path. And so, some of it was like 90 miles away. So, it's 90 miles away in a straight line. If you drive in the mountains, it's 145. Well, no, it was like 60 miles straight, but it's like 90 miles through the mountains. Well, Chad was kind enough to call his dealership back in Denton. You want to shout him out? It's... Ride now power sports they not only they not only got on the phone they went and said i talked to the service manager and he said hold on i'm getting a service tech where are you guys at and i said we're roughly about 50 miles away from the tail of the dragon he said don't do the tail <laughs> yeah hold on don't hold do the tail. on <laughs> i'm getting one of my service techs so uh Chris Hawkins and his guys over there at Ride Now Power Sports in Denton, their service tech came on the phone. He said, what's the error you're getting? Are you getting any other errors? No, just that one. Okay, hold on a sec. Put me on hold. A couple minutes later, it comes back on. Do you have a dealership close by? No, we just need to, the, we need this thing to go 400 miles right. from get, where we are. Can we get it home? Yeah. Can we get it home? Or do we need to get a tow truck? And he went, give me a minute. <laughs> he put me back still on hold. Yeah. He come back. He said, is it still in limp mode? No, it's not still in limp mode. Okay, then the code that you're getting is just historical. Don't go on the dragon. Yeah. You can go home. You can go home. Yeah. yeah. When you get home, take it to the dealership. Have them plug the computer into it. Just to verify there's nothing wrong, you're good to go. But that is fantastic service, though. Like, I mean, first of all, they didn't even have to take your call, but then to give you a thorough answer. Yeah. And I know you've probably bought several bikes there before, but still, it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. People try to crap on dealerships all the time, but for certain things. But when you get service like that, you, you got to go pay them, right? You got to go back and you, you and keep doing business there. That's exactly it. Yeah. You take your bike in. You go in there and you go, well, yeah. let me go buy. I need to get a pair of gloves. You don't bitch about the $80 tire change. You get it done because they do it right. And they're going to answer your freaking phone call. Not only that, but if you want that dealership to be there to do that. Right. Otherwise, they're not going to be there. And you're going to be getting tires and cheap spoons from China from Amazon to change your own damn tires. And good luck getting them balanced. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Throw beads in there is what I hear. Yeah. Um, I mean, I probably could have maybe, thinking back, maybe I could have called my dealership back in Durham, but it was like 3 o'clock. I think they closed at 4. So it's kind of one of those, 
anything about it. He knew the, got the number. He called him up. I was, I don't know. I was just stressing out a little bit too much. So I was a little frustrated. So I was worried. And I actually think it's a. John was a little bit spun into technical mumble jumbo too. Yeah. So it's actually the fault is a steering wheel position sensor failure. Oh, steering. See, when I looked it up, it said wheel speed sensor. Yeah. Steering wheel position sensor failure. So I'm just wondering if maybe when we came out of that gas station, something threw something and went out of whack. I don't know. But we came back. Only thing I know is the people that I rode with came on out. They had the same code. They ended up with brake pads. Yeah. I know I need pads because... It's due. Yeah. Oh, it's due. I mean, I'll give credit that I'm sitting at 40,000 miles. Oh, that's the other note is ding 40,000 miles on the strip. Yeah. Johnny John, Spider Silk, the riding fool, 40,000 miles on Spider number three. Yep. So so you, uh, so you, I am over. I'm, I'm surprised they're this far in the rear. Give, wait, give give us the big number. So what the, is your mileage on all three spiders? 132,000. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say that again. 132,000 miles. And how long have you been riding? I've started year number seven. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah. If you go back and look at the numbers, it's at least... I think COVID year was the war- lowest, but it's been over. I mean, every year has been over 10,000 easily. And I thought this year was going to be a light year because I wasn't doing any big trips, but, or I wouldn't say I wasn't doing any big trips. I did a lot of trips and so not any like long ones. Like the last three years been Sturgis. So that trip's like a four to 5,000 mile trip. I got to figure it up. So I've been riding like 23 years, 22, 23 years. I don't know if I have a hundred thousand miles. Wow! I have to do some math. I done. I dinged a hundred thousand miles like two years ago. I think. Yeah, because I did thirty. Jeez, what's on the KLR when I get rid of that? I thirty-five maybe. My Deuce had almost thirty on it when I got rid of that. I don't. I can't even count the sport bike stuff because some of them don't have speedometers. But yeah, I was. I was sitting here the minute I heard those numbers from John, and I've got like, twenty on the VFR. So yeah, I don't. I don't think I can come up with a hundred thousand miles. I. I mean, I've been riding since twenty. Let's see, twenty-seven years. I started riding, you know, street bikes yeah. when I was twenty. Cause I got into a car wreck and they wouldn't give me a rental car, <laughs> but I could scrape up 1200 bucks to go buy a street bike. And I started riding a KZ 650. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I've been riding since I've had a bike. I think there's been, there was like a two <laughs> or a three year, uh, little gap where I didn't ride for a while, but yeah, I've, mm. I've had a bike just about, yeah, for about 27 years, I've had a bike that's always been there to go for a ride. And I think 100,000 miles, that might be pushing it. If I'm probably under 100, kind of like you, you know, yeah, I, maybe close to it, but not quite over it. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know that I could get to 100. 
I, I don't think I could either. I mean, and I've done some some pretty big rentals before I had like before I had the Harley, I rented some and you know did like some fifteen hundred mile weeks and stuff like that. But even still, like I'm I'm going to be hard pressed to get to hundred k. So congratulations, you the Sean. man. Congrats, hundred not a hundred. <laughs> it's a hundred thirty thousand. So 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 when he gets to a hundred and fifty next year because yeah. the way in the, may yeah <laughs> okay so here's a question john Forty thousand miles on spider number three is this one more of a keeper or are you looking for number four there'll probably be a four but it's not going to be yet i've already got it lined up okay or i've already kind of got mindset um i guess one of the things is is the warranty you know it's kind of like because I know can, you don't. Can, man has, right. You don't can, like to wrench, so right. Warranty I like to wrench. Important. And and warranty's kind of maintenance and if something break goes. I mean, so you don't take like Canam. Canam has made a good product, made a good product. They they do, but you know you got things that go wrong after number of miles. I yeah. travel a lot. You know I don't want to be stuck in no man's land. Right. Broke down trying to figure something out. You're gonna go from here to California and back. In two weeks. I want it to run. You don't want any nonsense. I, yeah, yeah, I don't need nonsense. I don't need no BS. You don't want a 2008 anything. <laughs> right. And and, and and as much as K&M's been around, you know, they, they're they new. They've only been out since 08. You know, I think it's the first year. They, they're they still not as old as, you know, been around as hard long as Harley and, you know, not as many dealerships as a route and about. So yeah, but it's one of those things. So, um, and also this will let you know, I just looked it up this year's at 12,000 already. So 2023, 12,000. Yeah. I looked up the number while we, you guys were chatting. I looked up my mileage log and when I started, so Jen looks like she is ready to pass out. Yes. Yeah. So great. Crazy thought. Yeah. Birthday ride. Where are we going? You want to go to Texas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Rich looks like he needs to ride the three sisters. No, I'm 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 ready for a long ride. I want to get out. I want to ride for like days and days and days. On the VFR. Whatever. I just no. I want to do like that back to back to back to back. No. Okay, you're gonna need to. You, you need to go you need to get Kenny's jackpot or whatever it is that you've the Vegas. No. There's no like windshield. Geezer glide. There's no windshield. So he's got to, if he wants to do what he's saying, I'm sorry to tell you, buddy, the VFR ain't going to be the one. How about like an MT-10 SP? No. No? You need something that has comfort, cruise control, windshield. That you Multistrata sit- V4. Not. A used Modus MSTR. Versus 1000. No, that's a hard no. If it even has a whiff of adventure, it's no. It's a no. I'm not saying adventure. You just have to find, you got to get number one a seat that's going to make you comfortable. You got to find something that you can sit in for miles. Hold on. We need to bring in the expert. Just let him do it. Thank you. Okay. All right. It's my bike. All right. I'm going to ride it. As long I, I'll do it with you as long as I don't hear when's the next coffee stop. John, are we there yet? 
My ass hurts. I need to take a break. You need to do a full gas run. Turn your comms off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jen. I didn't think about that. I should have done that. Because, unfortunately, today on the way back, your butt paid a little bit because I was being nice to Jen. What? On the way back today. The butt paid for it? Yeah, your butt paid for it. What do you mean? Your butt has another 10 minutes in the seat. I don't I'm not following. So on the way back. Yeah. There's two ways to come. Remember right. when the spiders jumped off? Right. That was the faster way. I know. We talked about that. Okay. I said that's fine. Oh, okay. All right. I saved Jen from being on the twisty turns. No, that's fine. I was fine with it because even, even I was... Not like done with the turns, but like I get it. Like it's it's an easier ride. It's a little bit longer, but it's it's an easier ride. Yeah, yeah. I was fine with that. Yeah, because I know her shoulder earlier today when we left lunch. You said your shoulder was done, and you wanted an easy. And I gave you the well. There would have been an even easier way, but it would have been probably like three hours to get back or four hours to get back. So, anyways, all right, hand here comes the next one. So Corbin makes a VFR comfort seat. Oh, do they? Yes, they do. I'll send you the accept, the uh, link for it. Yeah, it definitely needs a better seat. And I know it sacrifices ground clearance, but can, can you get can you get heated in it, that thing too? Pegs down a little bit. Maybe it's on a VFR discussion board. I know you like your twenty four. It is twenty fourteen VFR, right? Fourteen, yeah. VFR eight hundred interceptor, dude. They make all kinds of seats for this thing. All right, let's do it. All right. Yeah, I want to ride that thing across the country. Well, you can join me and Dave next year. <laughs> that was appropriate. <laughs> Try half Let's get to Texas first. It's, 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 it's to get there and back. So right. wherever you go, it's double. That's true. You got to remember that. So if you want to go cross country once, you got to I got to get to Texas and back. Yes. Fair, very fair, very fair. It is, it is a distance, and I will, and I know even with all my riding and people talk, about, oh, I want to do this back to back to back through days. I'm like, it gets tiring. Well, I've just, I've not and, done that many consecutive days of multi hundred mile rides. Yeah, like and, when I go to PA to see my parents, it's it's 650 miles, but that's it. The next day, I don't ride. Well, the funny thing is, you should ride 650 miles up there, have dinner with them, turn around the next day, and go home. Okay. Let me know how you do. All right. I'll report back. Next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) In four years. (laughs) The next Loud Pipes episode. How's that? Oh, that'd be episode number 200, in fact. This is 199 of Loud Pipes. And episode nine. Yeah, if we do that, if we do the split publish, yeah, it should be 199. I looked it up, make sure. I figured you knew, but I was checking. Still a TD. Still. Hey, still. Hey, just want to make sure you had your numbers right if we're going to preach this. So, anyways, so let's call this a good trip. We'll knock this good down. Good trip. Thank good you. Good trip. Thanks, everybody. Thanks very for good, listening. Thanks for our shenanigans. Um, Rich, you got some editing to do, my friend, I think. Wait, so. we got to finish with a shot. Do we not? Isn't that your. Oh, yeah, we got to have thing? a shot to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Line them up. I already got mine right here. You don't have to fill it. <laughs> a little Coke in there. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> So, anyways, Coca Cola, that is. They used to be made with Coke. Do you know that? 
Eh, that's what they say, but I don't yeah. know. Feels like a myth. She oh feels like a myth gone wild. Jen's like, oh really? You don't have to. I, you don't have to. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you gonna have a shot? We might be saving that one. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank y'all. Good yep. ride. Good, good friends. Ride. Good times. Yep. Bottoms up. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Asphalt Chasers. We hope you enjoyed the ride as much as we did. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us on social media or visit our website for more information. Remember to always ride safely and responsibly and to enjoy every moment on the road. Until next time, keep chasing the asphalt and living life to the fullest.